Yo, today's QOD is the tax system was set up for the landowner and the business owner. Here we go. Welcome back to the Quote of the Day show. I'm your host, Sean Croxton of SeanCroxton.com. We got Dr. George Fraser back on the show, and today he's going to share three habits that can make you highly successful. He's also going to talk about, you know, this is a two-parter. So tomorrow we've got Tom Wheelwright on the show talking more about taxes. But today, Dr. Fraser is going to also talk about, toward the end of the clip, how the tax code works and how most people do not know how the tax code works, how it is set up. And I highly encourage you to read up more about the tax code. I've been spending the last several months reading about personal finance and accounting because it's one thing to make money, but you also want to be able to keep money and not have to write big checks to the government, but also do it in a very, very legal way by following the tax code. So make sure you tune in today and tomorrow, because I think this information can change your whole entire life. I'm serious. Dr. Fraser is coming up. That's habit number one, an insatiable appetite for personal growth and development. The, the habit number two, <clears throat> there's a wonderful book. Please get it. The Power of Habit. The Power of Habit. The Power of Habit. Awesome book. They talk about Dr. King and the habits that he needed to change in Montgomery in order to make the Montgomery boycott be successful. And that he was failing initially because of the very bad habit that black people had of getting on the bus, come hell or high water, no matter what anybody said, they had a habit of getting on the bus, paying their money and walking to the back of the bus. And he asked them to change that habit. Don't get on the bus. And what he had to do to get them to change that habit first, once they changed that habit, the Montgomery boycott was successful. So we have some habits that we need to change. Second habit, <clears throat> a burning desire to be obedient to seeking the answer to this question. A burning desire to seeking the answer to this question. What does God want from me instead of what do I want from life? Two different answers. What is your purpose? Why are you here? What is the purpose of life? The purpose of life is to love, to give, to serve, and to add value to somebody or something. That's the purpose of life. How will you know that what you're doing is from God? How do you know that what you're doing, the work that you're performing, how do you know it's from God? If by what you're doing serves others to a greater extent than it serves you, then it's from God. If it serves only you, I don't know where it's from, but it ain't from God. Right? All right. So, um, all right. So that's seek that answer. And then that, that's uh, a burning desire to be obedient to seeking the answer to the question, what does God want from me instead of what do I want from life? And then the personal discipline to do the work, to pay the price, and to stay the course. So, what are we missing? Two words in there obedience and discipline. What did our parents beat into us? <laughs> Obedience and discipline. 
We have gotten away from that. Part of that is the fault of baby boomers allowing our children to get away from that. That's a whole nother story. Now, finally, <clears throat> a third and final habit is an aggressive, never-ending personal and group focus on equity and ownership, on equity and ownership. We don't own anything. As progressive as Atlanta is, you go to downtown Atlanta, there would only be a microcosm of things in downtown Atlanta that black people own, as progressive as it is. You go to New York, Manhattan, we don't own anything. The Apollo. We don't own anything. Equity and ownership. The tax system was set up for the landowner and the business owner. Why? Because <clears throat> landowners and business owners write the tax laws. So we're not landowners and we, <clears throat> and we own the fewest number of homes per capita of any cultural group in this country. <clears throat> and we came over here on the Mayflower. And we're not business owners, and we own the fewest number of businesses per capita of any cultural group in this country. And again, we came over here on the Mayflower. You cannot fully exploit the American tax system. Sorry. The American tax system will exploit you. I don't know if anybody ever told you that, but check out the tax codes. I don't even want to begin to tell you what I write off every year as a landowner and a business owner would choke a horse as a landowner and a business owner. This is why when Mitt Romney was running for president, didn't want you to see his tax returns, not because he did anything illegal. It's because he maxed out the tax codes as a landowner and a business owner. He didn't want you to see how little taxes he paid because he used the laws. We have no clue. That would be a whole education in and to itself. Okay, so those are the three habits. On the card, I have what I call a litmus test question that every black person must ask themselves, <clears throat> regardless of what they're doing. So if you're getting ready to do something, you got a new job, this is a question that you must ask in the privacy of your own mind every time you do something. It's a question I've been asking myself for 30 years. Here's the question. Is what I'm about to do good for my people? Simple question. Just ask it in the privacy of your own mind. Is what I'm about to do good for my people? That was Dr. George Fraser. You can check out today's talk on YouTube. It is called Dr. George Fraser Civil Rights Symposium 2015. All right, my friend, follow me on that Instagram and check out my stories at Sean Croxton. And I will see you tomorrow. We got Tom Wheelwright on the show talking more about how to save money on taxes in a very, very legal way. See you soon. I'm out. Peace.